is good to be a gangster. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Headlong into Monsters, the ADHD of horror movie podcast. Where's my mic setting set? There they are. We are your deadly duo of elderly emos. I am Ragul, coming at you from beautiful Tooele, Utah. That feels nice to say, Tooele, Utah. No, I'm just kidding. It's Ragul. Anyway, um, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host from down in Arkansas way, Barely Ashley. Ashley, how the hell are you? I am here, and I'm making it. Yeah. uh ashley's had a better ashley has had better days uh listeners but she's here and she's gonna she's gonna do her best to not strangle (laughs) me by the end of the episode i'm gonna do my best not to cry on mic and make everyone feel awkward well sometimes that's all we can ask for yes Ah, Well, on this podcast, we talk about horror movies and horror happenings. This is a spoiler podcast, and we do spoil everything about the movies we cover. So with that in mind, we advise you listen at your own risk if you don't want to be spoiled. So listen. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So listen to what those sexy angels tell you and be careful what you wish for. And join us as we dive headlong into monsters. This is episode 41. I think. I don't know. I've lost count. And today we'll be covering (laughs) Hellraiser Judgment and Hellraiser 2022. But before we get into that, Ashley, would you care to introduce our guests for like the second time? Third? I don't I don't know. Well, for the second episode in a row, though, we are joined by partial members of Monsters in the Mosh Pit. Is it Monsters in the Mosh Pit or Monsters and the Mosh Pit? You don't Monsters have to in the mosh pit because we're in the middle of it. No, you're you're on the show and you fucking got it wrong. What? It's, it's and, and right. Oh, There's a fucking poster right there. It says Monsters and the Mosh. I got pit. excited. I didn't expect to be back the second time. I'll you, be honest. Are you fucking serious? I'll go back, Greg and Dave. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you for happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. I fucking hate it. That's here. a taste of our two-hour clusterfuck. Cool. I, let's hold. My gosh, let's try and do two hours because we only got two movies to do. And I am a garbage person. Well, first of all, guys, welcome. Thank you for uh, joining us again on the show. And back to that first thought I was having. I'm a garbage person and uh, did not edit the episode to put out the like the previous episode. Um, I was actually in the middle of editing it just last night. And yes. Yes. I was about to say we have no listener feedback. We do it's not, okay. and that's my fault. So, yeah, the whole idea—the reason why it took him so long to edit it was the fact that he was trying to cut out all of your stupid. I, that's exactly. I'm amazed. I'm back. To be honest with you. No, I wasn't trying to cut out all of your stupid because, well, that's that's a that's a job that's even done himself can't handle. But like the audio levels are so unbalanced that I'm like trying to actually do editing in like long form editing and it's a real pain in the ass so that's why uh, a little peek behind the curtain listeners i'm trying to do something else hi caroline sweet caroline do, do, do. caroline i love your shirt you look awesome so good she won't show her shirt. It's my old Return to the Living Dead shirt I've had since high school. 
That awesome. doesn't hurt me anymore because I am not that thin anymore. So she has it. Like well, either way, that show that short that shirt is freaking dope. Wait, show the back. Oh, that's awesome, listeners! It says, I, uh, "Yeah, sorry, sorry, Ashley." No, you're fine. Well, technically, I stole it. But... Is there any more cops? She said, "Technically, she stole the shirt," which is true. Nice. She likes to wear oversized shirts, so she'll come in my room and go through my drawers and take all my shirts. I don't. I don't like to wear oversized shirts. I like to wear like tighter shirts because it shows off my nipples. <laughs> I like oversized shirts, but I'm oversized. Yeah, I don't have a choice. I have to wear oversized shirts. No fat phobia. Well, we're—I mean, we're just giant, you know. I'm six, what, six two and a half, two hundred sixty pounds. I'm almost as tall as you. You're over six foot, really? I'm five ten. Oh, that's awesome, Raul. How tall are you again? Five five, baby. <laughs> Nothing but sex appeal. Dave has a full foot on you. <laughs> I know. I've met Dave. You're six five. Pretty much. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've had lunches and dinners together. Again, you should have seen our old crane between two giant guys in a single cab pickup truck. Yeah, it, it was, was the ridiculous. worst threesome I've ever been in. Why a- don't I? <laughs> why don't I have pictures of this of you two? Uh, well, I was pretty drunk, so to be fair, it, I was it, it was too foggy in there to see. <laughs> yeah, it did look like the scene from Titanic. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> the best part of that whole that whole thing was Dave doing the fucking visual. That no, <laughs> nobody in the show could see. <laughs> great, great audio fucking visual there, Dave. But also, who's who's between the three of us, whose hand was on the window? I think it was mine, right? Because I was the one closest. You were in the middle. I was I in the middle. I- Dave was driving. It had to have been great. Which makes sense. You know, I'm I'm a giver and a taker. Mm-hmm. Wait. What? what? Take it as dick. Who said, who said that? I thought your truck was automatic, but it was stick shift that night. Yeah, well, that, that was. Faces <laughs> that Ashley's making. She just. You're gonna give me a heart attack. Okay, well, listeners, I got a little, I got a little, a little pickup line for you. A little pickup line for you. Oh no! You got turn to your significant other. Well, I guess this pickup line's more for guys, you know, like for a guy to say, because I'm a guy and I, I, you know, think of lines in that perspective. So turn to your significant other and be like, you in the mood for Wendy's? Wendy's nuts going to be in your mouth. <laughs> Got him. Shots fired. Yes. And here's, here's one that's, you know, a guy or a girl, you can say. Turn to your significant other and say, if I were a judge, I would sentence you to my bedroom for some hard time. <laughs> time off for bad behavior. <laughs> See, the, the good thing is you at least brought in that voice because you have to do it in that voice. It has to be the, oh, do you know what it's like? How's your left eye feeling? Because you've been looking right all day. 
That's right, baby. <laughs> Does that, do those lines work? Absolutely. Fuck not. no. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. True story. Do you want to hear my? Okay. Well, okay. Well, they they work they work more if you're married because yes, absolutely. I'm not gonna, yeah, I mean, sixty percent of the time it works all the time. Mm-hmm. My my pickup line to my wife when we were in college, I walked up to her and I said, "Hey, I know you. You can keep me awake in this class." And twenty two years later, she's still not keeping me awake. <laughs> that's really lame anyway um (laughs) it worked (laughs) i guess yeah it's only lame if it doesn't work (laughs) the point is ashley since i'm a garbage person and i did not put out the last episode i guess we can move straight on to uh the what the hell the horror happening bitch This did is gonna not, be a hell of an episode. Yep, did not do a time stamp, so I don't know where we are. It's 8:20. That doesn't help me. <laughs> anyway, who wants to start with some fucking horror happenings? Dave, let's have you start since <laughs> you fucked it up royally last time, and let's yeah. see if you learn from your mistakes. Well, nothing really major has happened in my horror world other than watching Hellraiser 910 for the show. Um, I'm pretty busy at work and get ready to go out of town for vacation. I think it's 10 and 11, right? I don't know. I'm glad you're. I don't even know. So. I know the names, not the sequencing. But uh, other than that, uh, nothing, nothing too crazy in my world. Dope. Uh, Ashley, would you care totally. to go next? Sure. Um, so about four minutes before this episode started, I was drifting off to sleep. And then suddenly my brain was like, oh, fuck, we're recording an episode. And that's why I told you guys I needed five minutes. So I just needed to clarify that I completely forgot about this. And I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it has been an absolute nightmare shit show at work. And so I haven't had much, but I would like to touch on the fact that Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game came out recently. And uh, so if anyone is looking to play that game, I have full disclosure, have been asked by Greg at least four times to play. And I haven't because I've been obsessed with Minecraft. (laughs) For some reason, because I've been so like I've been having some of the worst times of my life in Minecraft. I can just sit there and hit blocks and just keep hitting blocks and like zone out. I don't have to like make sure I escape death. So I played a few rounds of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game and got my ass handed to me every single time because to me, the killers really seem unbalanced right now. So it's really hard to escape. And maybe they'll balance that out. But it's four survivors against the family. Three of the family. And plus grandpa's thrown in. And they can like feed grandpa blood. And then he can like see you. If you move and stuff. So they even have like that to their advantage. 
but it seems fun so far. It's just really hard. Anyway, um, blows up your Minecraft castle. Don't fucking blow my Minecraft up. I built a beautiful house. I have beautiful storage in my house. I have lots of little things I found around the world. No one will be invited to my realm if they come blow my house up. Are you creative uh, or you, uh, survival? Survival. I tried survival and I am not surviving. I'm sending my five-year-old to blow shit up. <laughs> no. He, he goes yeah. in creative mode and that's all he does. Just fucking, He just mines for hours. No, I like playing survival because it's more of a challenge. And you get ah. off of the, the people. I I downloaded the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game and I went through all the tutorial videos and I've I've not played a match because I want my ma- my first match to be with Greg. But um just watching the tutorials, I was like, How how are the survivors gonna do anything? Like it it's 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 clearly unbalanced. Very. And uh, the survivors have perks, don't get me wrong. But it doesn't matter against these killers. Like, right now, they have some work to do on making it equitable across players. The game that came out about 10 years ago, it was like, stay alive. You had the zombies versus the humans in the train station. And it was 4v4. You had half was like the the bile zombie and the big tongue zombie. And you had a, are you talking about left for dead? Left for dead. Yeah, that's it. Stay alive was a 2005 movie about a video game. It's all, it's all my head. D- left that, dead that we out. talked about last episode. It was, I mean, that's why it's fresh left for dead was fun. Um, but everybody wanted to be the zombies and not the humans. Yeah. And that's, that's the way Texas Chainsaw. Like I haven't even played the victims yet. I've only played the family. I've only played the victims. I don't care about being a killer. It's too easy. It's a lot of fun, though. Especially, um, I like to play the uh, the girl sissy uh, because she's like that bitch and stuff, and she's like a lot of fun. Like she's like really creepy, and like her voice lines are really creepy and fun. Also, the Everclear settled in the bottom of my drink, and I just drank the last of it, and I almost passed out. Just like actually. <laughs> I love next gen games because all the female characters in that game, they can get it. They can get it. <laughs> Sissy crawls yeah. underneath something and you uh, there's some ass cheeks, bro. There's well, what's pissing me off about this because I've I play a survivor and one I don't survive, but two, like you're stuck on a hook at the beginning of the game and you have to get yourself off the hook and there's like sound variables. So you have to like discreetly try to wiggle yourself off the hook. And then these motherfuckers next to me are just hitting the sound barrier all the way up where the family can hear them and then leading them right to us. It's like, dude, learn how to play the fucking game. Yeah, The killer directly to me, you fucking assholes. Like you have to wake up grandpa in order for us to feed him blood and shit. And the victims immediately wake up grandpa. Like I've gone through a match where it's been like two minutes before grandpa has been awake because the victims immediately wake up grandpa. Yes. The wheelchair going. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he's doing. I knew that. 
I'm proud of you. Like, I am so fucking proud right now. Good job, Dave. Now, Ashley, did you have anything else to share for horror happenings? I tried to think. No. No. Cool. Well, uh, Greg, what are your horror happenings, dog? As he's shoving food into his mouth. That's not food. I'm just killing time because he still has a mouthful of I assume jizz. No, it's 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 uh Copenhagen. But you know. Oh. But it's all right. Uh so excuse <clears throat> let me get my voice right ah. here. Yeah. Uh I have watched a few movies lately. I have watched uh The Pope's Exorcist, which I thought was a lot more fun than people gave it credit for. A lot of people shit on that movie, and I thought it was great action horror. Uh, it, the first half is like a legit like exorcist movie or exorcism style like Catholic movie, and then the last half goes completely off the damn rails and just becomes a full on action movie. And Russell Crowe is amazing in it, and I loved it. And people gave it crap, and that's okay. Um, I watched Life Force just because. Um, well, I don't think I need to go into why I watch Life Force. If you know, you know. Hmm. <laughs> uh, oh i know baby let's just say miss may had um yeah it's usable oh uh, yeah it is <laughs> all the entire every single minute of screen time she has yeah she, i think she wears like a white shroud that's also see-through in that one in like the very end and that's it so yeah yeah, yeah matilda may mm-hmm. anyway uh so i watched life force again and yeah and still just as great 8.5 uh, anyway <laughs> i watched uh obviously the hellraiser movies i watched the last man on earth because i realized i never watched it before with uh vincent price from 1964 it's really good it's a lot slower than uh you know i am legend even though i am legend is slow you know last man on earth is even slower so it's a little unfortunate just because it's the time period. So I understand why they remade it with Omega man with Charleston. has said that I understand why they remade that with Will Smith and I am legend, but uh, I, I really still enjoyed it. It was good. And I watched uh, bones and all and bones and all was, I want, I, I thought it would be better than it was based off of everybody's top 10 list of last year. Cause everybody had it so high. Like I had, I think, Nathan Bartleball, Victor Rodriguez both had it as their number one uh, last year. And it was good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the The characters had great development. Uh, the little bit of gore was in it was actually done very well and, and like kind of almost beautiful like when they're eating. But it just wasn't. There was a lot of time where they were just sitting or driving in the truck. And it was just camera angles of them just sitting and it got a little boring at times and it's like two hours and 10 minutes long it was probably about 20 to 30 minutes too long in my opinion and now the the character of sully and i can't remember the gentleman that plays him let me see if i can pull it up real quick um he is absolutely awesome his name is um mark rylance and he is like probably one of my favorite character actors. He's been in BFG. He's been in Ready Player One. Um, don't look up. He's he's just really really good, and he plays such a creepy character that he made the whole film for me. Like I really loved him, so uh, it, it's worth a look. Uh, I give it about an eight out of ten. 
uh, say it's a, a good rental. I don't know that I'd buy that one, but it, you know, it's it was a good film. So that's my horror happenings. Awesome. Um, I am looking for. <clears throat> A little note I made to myself, but um, so last episode I said I was gonna watch the last voyage of the Demeter. Demeter. Yeah. Demeter. And um, Demeter. Yeah, Demeter. Okay, I. Yes, they they say Demeter in the movie, so I will continue to say Demeter. It's fine. Um. <laughs> uh, and you know what? It was creepy. It was scary. It was beautiful atmospheric and it was violent honestly i i i will have to kind of check my ratings on some other things but i walked out of that movie theater thinking that's my number one movie of the year so far wow really yeah that's how much i loved it now, I don't want to say anything else. I am going to give it another rewatch because, I mean, I was really, really high on it. I was so damn high on that movie. Loved everything about it. Um, but I have a feeling that on a rewatch, I won't be as high. Um, so it, I'll be surprised if it stays with number one. It'll probably make top three. But I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So that gives me hope because I trust your opinion, right? And you and I kind of fall real similar in how we grade things most of the time. And I'm excited to see this now because I was a little, like, I really wanted to see it. And I got apprehensive because I started listening to all the feedback and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if I pay the money. So you got me, you got me helpful again. Oh, good, man. I hope I didn't oversell it. But if, if when you watch it, let me know what you think, because I, like I said, I loved it. And I don't want to say anything more. Um, But the past two episodes, I have really been failing because I did not finish any books. But I'm happy to announce that I did finish the book. So this could be the first little segment of Raul's reprehensible reading room or something. <laughs> and um <laughs> you know i finished finally finished the big head by edward lee and holy moses it was awesome i'm talking like there's a guy okay so the whole book revolves around the myth of this big head who is like this inbred uh appalachian uh like yeah yeah that's what i said appalachian this like inbred Appalachian boogeyman that lurks in the woods and just kills and rapes indiscriminately and will slaughter every living thing it sees. And for the most part, all of that is very true. I mean, there is a lot of sexual violence in this, in this uh, book. There's a lot of cannibalism and brain eating. Um, there's, there's a there's a a part in this book where two guys make this woman throw up all of what she had eaten, which was substantial, and then they make her eat it before killing her and then but before raping her, killing her and then raping her again. And it's and that's one part of the book. There is a lot 
of gross things in this book. At one point, the big head at like 10 years old just absolutely slaughters and sexually assaults an entire uh, like nunnery full of nuns and priests and just lays waste to them, demolishes everything. It's fantastic. It's a such a good read. Is a nunnery a thing? Did you just make that up? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like you get I mean, it sounds wine. right. I guess. Yeah, winery, you know, where they make what wine and nunnery nuns? where they make nuns. <laughs> a herd of nuns would be a flock. Gaggle? No, I'd a gaggle. A flock a po- of nuns. A pod. A pod of nuns. Wow. <laughs> a gander. A, no, I, I, a horror of nuns. Mm-hmm. And that's what ravens are. Isn't it a horror of ravens or a horror of crows? No, it's a murder of crows and that's an unkindliness of ravens. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, yeah. I'm anyway, wrong. this book <laughs> was so much fun to read and it was gross man if if anyone out there just is not offended by anything and has a strong stomach and loves excessive amounts of violence read the big head by edward lee it I is can think of exactly two people and one is raul and the other one is kevin patterson <laughs> and we've both read it because i was talking to kevin about it freaking shout out to kevin dog he's my man yep that makes sense all of, everything you just said makes sense man it oh i loved it loved 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 it um i did finish my second book uh baby fights but i will save that for the next episode so yeah baby fights that just sounds like something you would read. Yes, it <laughs> is. And I'm in. I okay. I won't. I won't get into. I'll, I'll talk about it next time. But yes, this has been Raúl's reprehensible reading room, or something. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just realized, you know, I'm like the only one here without a moniker. I feel like neglected. You know, here I'm just Greg from Monsters in the Mosh Pit. You know, I have shut the fuck up, Dave, next to me. I have barely Ashley. I have Ragul. And then there's Greg. Just get you one of those little glass things that, like the Monopoly man doesn't have. A monocle? Yeah. What the hell does that have to do with anything? That's your monocle. Oh, shut the hell up. My oh my gosh, Dave. What the fuck? Oh, one more thing. One more thing. And this is why I've been wearing a hoodie. And this is gonna look so good for you know an audio podcast. But <laughs> Oh my god. Holy it's all gone shit. now, baby. You're, I straight locks. I straight buzzed it down to like a zero. It's all gone. That's like me. Mm-hmm. I bet your hats don't fit no more. No, I had to like all all of the like the the uh the flex fit hats that I stretched out. I can't wear them anymore. And all of my snapbacks, I had to like snap two down <laughs> for the listeners. We're in a hotel room. Actually, it was a uh, super groupy uh, Ron's room at uh, 
horror hound. Yeah, horror fan. Ryan and for some, some, some reason or another, Greg's hat's on the ground, and Raul puts it on. He's like, you have a tiny head for such a big guy. Because they was wearing the same size hat, apparently. And Greg's like, you got fucking 20 pounds of braids. <laughs> That's so, something along those lines. Was, did somebody farted? <laughs> what possessed you to do that? Intrusive thoughts. Honestly, I tried like the uh, the undercut look, and then it was kind of pissing me off because I realized I would have to keep up on it and you know trim up the sides and the back and all that whatnot. And the thought of doing that was honestly more annoying than the effort I took daily just to brush my hair out in the morning and then again at night. So I thought, well, screw that. I'll just cut off my hair and let it start growing back out again. Man, if you, so, were cutting, you had the perfect opportunity to do like the punk rock Mohawk spikes with like 20 pounds of gel. It's it. It's Elmer's glue. Elmer's glue is what I used to use. I'm, I am. I, I, I don't know how to proceed. Like, I don't know where to go from here. Like, I've only seen Raul with his beautiful locks. Like, I don't know how. Didn't some chick use Gorilla Glue one time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that did not. Yes. Yeah. Hey, pass me the liquid nails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know. Are you shooting hot salsa? I'm trying to get it in my eye. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Oh god. I'm licking it like a lizard just to taste. I I had refrained from mentioning 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 anything about my haircut on Twitter <laughs> or to you guys or anywhere that like people would find out because I wanted to see your guys' reaction firsthand and it was great. To be I fair, I called you this Every everyone was like, "What why would you do this?" And I'm like, "It's hair. Hair will grow back. It's fine." That's not true. Look, okay, that's not true. Well, Greg, you lost yours in a fortunate skiing incident. No, I I lost it when I married my wife. My my dad when she's on you. My dad is seventy one years old and has a full head of hair. My mom is seventy three years old and has more hair than my dad. So I think I'm good. Yeah, I got fucked in the genetic gene pool, Dave. I, I not I don't always Patrick Star in the bedroom. I every now and then do work. Greg's a pillow princess. I Would you know that, that firsthand? Uh, third hand, maybe. Mm. He likes to he likes to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. Well, I think with that we are going to move right into <laughs> our reviews for the evening, and Ashley. This is a rarity because we have only two movies to review and we have two guests. So I think for the first time ever, both you and I will not give a synopsis. And I vote that we let Grave and Dave give the synopsis for both the movies. Yep. Wait, Grave? Is that my nickname? Am I Grave? Oh my God, Grave Bazzelli. I'm Grave Bazzelli. You just half me. Oh, that's Great. Oh. Grave and Dave. Oh, I fucking love that. Did Take I just do this? <laughs> you did it. That's you. That's me. My bad. Sorry. My edit that out. My phone was on thingy. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. So wait, wait, wait. What's happening now? Are we doing the synopsis? Yes. You, 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 Grave and Dave. 
are going to be doing the synopses for the movies. You will you will synopsize the movies. I am totally down with being grave. That's awesome. Um, so which one would you like? Would you like uh, Judgment or the remake? Uh, remake's more on my mind, so I probably could pull it on my ass a little cleaner. I don't want to know what you're pulling out of your ass. A little cleaner? Come on. I, I don't want to know either. I'm in the same room as him. How do you think I fucking feel? Pain is pleasure. Oh, <laughs> sweet suffering. I almost dropped my phone. You go first, Greg. All right, I, I'm pulling it up. Sa- save, right save my no. Just do it from your memory. Oh, that's. I nice. was so. Just so you know, I have a tentative title for this episode being the worst threesome I've ever been in, and which was describing uh, me, Grave and Dave. <laughs> oh, this is the inside out Oreo. And here I thought it was a special time between us. <laughs> oh, it was special. Special needs. <laughs> All right. Needs. Channeling my inner uh, girl man here and from Imdaba. Let's see. If man, last have... time I did Imdaba, you guys made, gave me shit because I was reading like. You read the entire fucking movie. I, I, didn't, I don't know how to use phone app on Imdaba. <clears throat> okay. According to Imdaba. The plot synopsis is Detective Sean and Detectives Sean and David Carter are brothers. Uh, that's not what this says, but they are brothers. Are on the case to find a gruesome serial killer terrorizing the city. Joining forces with Detective Christine Edgerton, they dig deeper into a spiraling maze of horror that may or may not be of this world. Hellraiser Judgment 2018. This film is uh a film um <laughs> thanks greg it's directed by gary turnicliffe and it says written writers are clive barker but it's just based on the characters of clive barker is actually uh, written by gary turnicliffe as well so um tonicliffe not turnicliffe tonicliffe 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 anyway nailed it nailed it a good shot and now let's move on uh, the cast of which is slowly loading. Uh, Damon Carney as Sean Carter, Randy Wayne as David Carter. Um, oh, wow, Alexander Harris as Christine Edgerton. Mm, she fits that mold. I'm telling you. Um, I loved the fact that this movie opened up with like with Heather Langenkamp, and she had like a two minute role <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul Taylor as Pinhead and uh, Gary Tunnicliffe as the auditor. And uh, I think that's where we'll leave it as far as the cast goes. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, this one follows the detectives on their, their course of figuring out what's, what's happening. And the one brother obviously is uh, the more of the main character of the film. And he's really focusing on trying to find the serial killer who is basing his kills off of the seven deadly sins. The seven deadly sins, uh, obviously more. Um, it wasn't the seven deadly sins. It was the 10 commandments. Oh, sorry. 10 commandments. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. The 10 commandments and, uh, which harkens back to the seven deadly sins was what I was trying to say. 
in the form of seven. So you have a detective story based around a Bible thing like seven, but this is about the 10 commandments. Sorry, I had it backwards. And uh, yeah, so that's where we'll leave the synopsis and go from there, Raul. So I loved the um, the juries. Um, something about like I don't I don't know the 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 whole thing with the auditor and the the assessor and then whatever the hell they were doing writing down sins like the auditor would write down the sins and first of all that guy looked freaking gross and I loved it I'm like damn awesome. this guy needs yeah right I loved it. Detail. He was fucking awesome. Like, it, the you know, gonna, yeah, no, no, the uh, the assessor. No, no, no. The the assessor is the guy that eats it. The auditor is okay. the one that looked. Yeah, the auditor. Sorry, the auditor was the. Why did he remind me of Andre Toulon? Oh, like in like in number two, right? Yeah. Oh, I can. I wasn't thinking about that, but you're totally right, Ashley. I was like the whole time. I was like, hmm. I never thought of that either. Dave doesn't know what we're talking about. Negative. Oh my fucking Christ, Dave. What? Puppet Master, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Have you not seen that movie? (sighs) Ashley, you don't realize the premise of me being around (laughs) to people to say that. (laughs) Yeah, Dave's a a pleb, remember? But it's like those movies mean so much to me, and you're just like, "What's this?" I do think that you need to watch at least the first three Puppet Masters. If you're gonna watch the first three, you might as well watch the rest of them. Watch all. Yeah, I mean the first. Uh, to be fair, the first two are actually really good. Then you know. Also, doc like the newest one that came out last year, Doctor Death, is so good. So to be fair, I haven't seen Doctor Death, but I did see the Little Strike, which was also really good. Oh, it's really good too. Little Strike had some titties. Speaking of titties, let's go back to the jury. Oh my gosh! So yeah, that this whole scene with like the 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 auditor, like typing out the 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 transgressions, this individual sins in blood, their own blood while they're still alive. And then the assessor coming in and eating it, assessing their sins through just ingesting it, right? On this paper, just eating the paper. That was fucking And then, right? And then puking it all up into like this, the worst beer bong ever. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then like spewing all of everything on top of these like three hot girls Three like, topless hot girls in thongs with no faces. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Andy Lee Powers, uh, Mary Catherine Bryant, and Valerie Sharp as being the best part of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody's weird fantasy. Hey, I'm going to put makeup on you and you sit in a thong and play in some fake puke and lick a dude. It was... Yeah, see, there's Raul and I have our hands raised, listeners. If, if you're wondering whose fantasy that is, it's, uh, it's, it's me and Raul. It was usable. See, I told you. That's exactly what I told uh, Dave. I said, I said he was talking about the first. I said the first ten minutes of the movie is fucking amazing. It's just it's bonkers and it's amazing. And he was like, they're just they're eating puke and I said Raul would say it's usable. 
Oh, man. Am I becoming predictable? Ashley, am I rule would say, I'd like to dig deeper. That's going like, I'm going to make a bingo card for listeners. That's one of the <laughs> phrases that's going to go on there. If this is usable, mark it off your card. Fuck, that's free space. <laughs> no, I'm, the free space is son <laughs> of a bitch. That's true. No, the free space is free. Well, I mean, it's guaranteed he's going to say son of a bitch at least once. I said it before we started re- like recording the actual episode. <laughs> See? <laughs> uh, anyway, so like I don't know about y'all, but that scene where um that girl was found dead in her apartment with that 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 blood scrawled lettering like thou shall have no other god or I am a jealous god, right? Yeah. Sure. I I thought, "Oh, here we go." Like People are going to be pulling down that that low hanging fruit and calling like, you know, uh, Christianity like ex- excessive religious jealousy. Like that's it's such a played out trope. There's nothing. I I don't think it's original anymore. Like it's so boring. That was like my least favorite thing about the entire movie. Well, I mean, to be fair, this could have been filmed in '97 and been fresh. Unfortunately, it was filmed in 2018, and it felt like it was played out. <laughs> to be fair, what's the actual amount of time a Yorkie can hold its breath? <laughs> that inside, is true. Inside of someone's stomach. Yeah. I I did I really did like that. Like when that dog just kind of burst okay. out of that woman's womb womb. That was like, alien, like alien, like <laughs> well, that's pretty much what a Yorkie is. This is a little fucking terror, so all teeth. Ashley, what did you think of the of the terrier bursting out of that that lady? I thought it was okay. <laughs> Care I'm to so elaborate? I just, <laughs> I just kind of saw it coming, so I was just like, "Oh, he sewed the dog inside of her." Really? You saw? I didn't see it coming. Well, no, she kept calling it baby. Then as soon as, as, soon as you it saw just it, made me think of the Poughkeepsie tapes when he sewed that uh, head inside that lady. God, I haven't seen oh, that. yeah, oh, the Poughkeepsie yeah. tapes. Yeah. Or Saul put the handcuff key in the intestines. I, I was thinking of uh, uh, Hannibal, the TV show, when someone gets, uh, when Will Graham gets, was it Will Graham? I want to say it's Will Graham. Gets like sewn into a horse and has to like, wait, what? Dig himself out of it. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I've seen, oh, dude, it's so a ponton. What were you going to say, Ashley? So I posted, this has sort of to do with this. I posted the a screen grab of our Zoom on Instagram, and I said, Raul cut all his hair off, and I'm traumatized. Parentheses, concluding our coverage of Hellraiser franchise tonight. And my friend John Fading Arcader said, just wait until next week when he has pins in and the transformation is complete. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's so good. I hope you listen to this, to this episode. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I totally should have. Dude, we could go as uh, to the next horror hound. We'll go as both pinheads. I'll go as fat pinhead. Do as regular pinhead. Okay, what did you guys think about this pinhead? 
I absolutely loved Paul Taylor as Pinhead. I thought he was fucking amazing. Same. I couldn't find the look of him, but I just thought, like, what is this? What is this? He's doing nothing but laying there and depending on others to to decide the journey. Yeah, but I mean, he played like he played it like Doug does. Like he played it like so cool and casual and disconcerting, and just the whole thing just felt like good. No, it felt fucking awesome. Like it felt raw. Like he he was like he channeled his Doug Bradley like perfectly. And I, I really feel like that's I would have been fine if Paul Taylor kept the mantle of Pinhead. Like I would have been okay with that. Like like fucking it's hard to replace Robert England as Freddy Krueger, right? But if you find the right character, I'm gonna be okay with it. You know, I really like the way uh, you know, the dude from Christmas Story tried. Jackie Earl Haley, right? That's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I, he, he, made the he tried, but he just wasn't right. Like Kevin Bacon, I think he's right for the role of fucking Freddy Krueger right now. And then you Kevin get Kevin Bacon. I fucking uh, don't fucking question me. Put Kevin Bacon in the scars, and I promise you, he will fucking sell that role. Is is there any concept art that would maybe back up your theory? I think so. What the fuck are you talking about? Why would Kevin Bacon abandon his franchise of Tremors to go do? Because why wouldn't he abandon Tremors? He's He's only been in two. He was in one. He wasn't even. Fred Ward was in the second one. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Mal wouldn't marry off the 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 college girl (laughs) because he was smart. He was like, "Fuck, I'm bouncing. This this franchise is going to turn to fucking Shrieker Island real quick." Oh wait, it did. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. Let's let's not. We don't have to talk shit about the Tremors franchise just to make a point here. (laughs) Well. To be fair, Tremors has like eight or nine sequels. So does the movie Recovering the Night. How, how, are we, how many times are we going to say to be fair without referencing Letterkenny? Okay, okay. I want, I want, I want both y'all shut the fuck up because we are still talking about whether or not we liked the pinhead in this movie. Sorry. I didn't dislike the pinhead. I dislike the way they wrote him. Uh, can you elaborate on that a little bit more? I just thought, like, he wasn't doing anything. He was just sitting there in a room. And we just saw the back of his head, mostly. And then he'd walk in there, and they'd be like... <laughs> he's like, yeah, are you doing the stuff? And they're like, yeah, we're doing the stuff. And he's like, okay, cool, I'm gonna go sit down again. <laughs> Until the end, and then he was, like, being a badass. But then they fucking obliterated him. What the fuck is that shit? I, I, okay, I, I'm with you on that, Ashley. I did not like the fact that they essentially like reincarnated through the power of like, I guess, Heaven's Gate or, oh no, that's something else. Through the power of like power, power <laughs> heavenly Jesus. magic. Yeah. Through the power of like heavenly magic, they like reincarnated, uh, Pinhead into, I, I guess, just to be a homeless dude like living in New York dude. or some shit. It's why I thought that was disrespectful as hell, and I was like, no, it no, it was like everything about the, in my opinion, everything about Pinhead was so good, so awesome. 
And then he like one ups the angel by like, okay, fine. We'll, we won't kill this dude. And then he kind of rigs it up so that he dies anyway. And he's like, oops, you know? <laughs> and and then where, where are we at with the synopsis, Greg? Have you given up? I know I gave the synopsis already, Dave. The, the, the synopsis is a summary. I gave the summary of the storyline, and, and then we talk about the movie as we go. This is not our show. We don't go through the story scene by scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, Dave. Welcome to the conversation. Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought we but, got off track. I thought we did like part of the synopsis and we got on a tangent. No, d- listen to the fucking episode. I Jesus. Am criminy like what why why are you here because you guys felt bad for me oh that's that's accurate hey guys thanks for inviting me i'm gonna bring my stupid little brother to the podcast <laughs> all right okay so ashley i will agree with you like the absolute disrespect that they like threw at at pinhead at the very end was yeah. infuriating absolutely infuriating it was but just- also that angel could get it yeah, I hated that bitch. I didn't like her either, but she could get it. I wish that was not in this movie. I hated that aspect. Did you did you like her demise though? The way Pinhead just fucking just, just destroyed her. Though. Then she just went back to heaven, and then he got put on Skid Row or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's like an extra in Little Shop of Horrors. It made me. It felt like really true bloodish. Toward the end, where it got real ridiculous with the hive. Yeah, it was just. I was like, "What is this stupid shit?" They could have made a really good movie out of this, and then they added her in, and she's like this like. (sighs) But we do get Pinhead seducingly decimating her and then we get the jesus web line again which and doesn't she, hold the same impact because it already was no of course not I, it, it wasn't as good the second and time. she sucked at saying it it did did anyone else feel that line coming from the start of that scene no mainly because oh, i, I was hoping they wouldn't do that i was I, really I, hoping I they. Know. i was like please don't do that mm-hmm. now, had you guys seen this before yeah yeah i had seen it before and i remembered uh the jury obviously obviously the assessor the uh the auditor and i remember pinhead was in it but i that's all i really remember oh and and the sexy detective lady i was like mm-hmm. yes, anytime, baby. the so, assessor me- auditor thing was cool if they would have not put in pinhead and did like a their own like thing with that concept i would have liked this better well you know the thing with the assessor is, is that it's like talking about bureaucracy right so the bureaucracy of hell and the way that the assessor is um kind of like the subordinate of pinhead so i understand why pinhead's still in it because he's the high priest but so I, now we get to but, see hellraiser administrative burden <laughs> Ashley hates delegation. Ashley, out of all of us, understands. Ash- um, Ashley's <laughs> a big boss. She loves delegation, right, Ashley? I do, and I work in bureaucracy, so <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's just all that was to me. <laughs> we just learned that Ashley is Pinhead in her. I am the Pinhead of my office. If you look at it like this movie, I'm just sitting back. Like, are you doing your shit? Cool. I'm gonna go sit down. Ashley just walks around with her mug going, yeah, if you could have those TPS reports to me by Friday, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> She's in her throne with the back facing the door all the time, just petting, petting her uh, office cats, like, giving out orders. I was I was wondering what you were going to say. She's petting because I was a little concerned. I'm just glad he said cat, not the other word. Yes. Beelon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. That word. Feline. You know, the, the ooey gooey word. <laughs> you know what's funny is if you say pussy around Dustin's wife, she gets really unhinged and it's fun. So I do it all the time. Just, I just think it's a gross up. word. So you, you feel the same way. So you think it's a gross word? Yeah, I don't like saying it. That's that's the same way Christina is. And I I live to make Kiki's life miserable. So that's uh, kind of like the older brother in me. So, but speaking of miserable, did you, so my first time watch, did you guys pick up on the plot twist at the end? Is that kind of telegraphed or is that kind of surprised you all? What, what, what plot twist are you talking about? So when the cop goes to the boarded up house and he gets abducted, he's all confused. He's at this point, we think he's a good guy. And then they tell him to release him. He's clean, blah, blah, blah. The, the auditor's like flipping the fuck out. And the angel's like, no, he's good. Send him back. And you're like, okay, maybe he was abducted by mistake or whatever. Cause he was, he didn't, was, he wasn't invited like the other person with the, uh, the child kidnapper killer. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it turns out he's actually like super fucked up. And that's why the auditor like choked on, uh, on his, uh, his papers, which I didn't notice the auditors. It was like 30 pages versus the other guy was like two. Oh yeah, he just kept listing shit. I, I did like that scene where he's going through the interrogation. And he's like, "Oh, so you want me to start here? Yeah, absolutely. Let's like, fucking start." Yeah, here. I like to dig deeper. Do I have a choice? No. So we'll cut to the point. <laughs> I was like, well, "Yeah." I really uh, right like when he when he was done, and before the uh, the assessor came in, the auditor was like, said something about uh, well the the assessor will have quite the bounty today. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was really cool. And then he's like organizing the stack of papers. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Uh, to, to your question though. I saw that coming. I saw the twist coming of him being the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scepter. As soon as that bitch walked in and said, let him go. And she looked like she was like glowing, like from the heavens. I'm like, okay, so this is the perceptor or whatever he's called. That's when I got hard again. You got what? When I got hard again when she walked. Oh my in. god! You need to up your standards. She's uh, she she was hot. <laughs> Sorry, she was. Um, <laughs> I I kind of saw it coming uh, during the interrogation scene when the preceptor is quoting Bible verses to the detective, and the detective right. is quoting Bible verses back, and I'm like, this seems too too like he's too quick on these bible verses like he's not there, there's got to be something to like this. there's just something going on here especially when the first lady that was killed had a bible verse and i was like okay so this guy is a psychopath yeah i really and he I was really acting understand. weird around everyone the thing that i didn't catch on to was that his brother was fucking his wife 
Yeah, I don't. I, how how the that came out of nowhere? That came that out was of just nowhere. Like, like they just that, had that, it that, together with a bow, so they were like, "This is an easy story." Three line. weeks after I was deployed. Yeah, it was. It's like that that came out of the same brainchild as like Pamela Voorhees came out of because none of that was telegraphed at any point previously in the story. And I mean, they did do a throwaway scene with them in the car with uh their brother and he gets a phone call from her and he's like hey you yeah yeah he's really like friendly with her like overly friendly like i just thought it was they were a close family well like he was me too hey you get your brother he's drunk like yeah maybe i could see it there but yeah they were a close family for sure look no i'm i'm with ashley i just thought they were a close family like i that's kind of how I talk to like my my in-laws. I'm just with my brother-in-law. I'm like, what's up, asshole? Like, I'm like just whatever with them. I tell my sisters, sisters-in-law, sister-in-laws, sisters-in-law that like that I love them. And you know, I love them like sisters, and I'm I'm just very friendly to them. I mean, so I, I, took, ju- I just I thought that was it. But if he would have been like, hey, what's up, you sexy bitch? Yeah, I may would have caught on, but that's not what he said. I mean, he's not going to say that when Edgerton's in the car with him. Like, that's not how that works. Like, was she still there? She was in the yeah. Edgerton was in the car with him when when she when he got the phone call and he was like, "Hold on, this is what's his face is." Uh, yeah, I did not. Maybe in the future, if I ever have a brother in law, I need to watch out if he calls me and is all like, "Hey, you." This I'll is be like, he- hold on a damn minute. I yeah. think. You're hitting on me. Well, Raul goes, hey, girl, let's go to Wendy's. And then <laughs> That's right, baby. Wendy's nuts going to be in your mouth. This is why you marry an only child. I'm, what? I'm not an only this, child. This, no, but my wife is, so I don't have to oh. worry about that. I'm not going to fucking cheat on her with her sister. She um, maybe just don't be a disgusting asshole. Yeah, maybe just don't cheat on anyone. Well, that's my general rule, but you never know, man. General. Well, you do know. It's a slided scale. You do know. There's a bell curve. There's Greg, not what the hell? Greg, what the hell do you mean? You never know. You don't fall into vagina by accident. You do. Have you ever slept on a banana peel? Don't act like what? you never have. What? No. What are you talking about? Is this a reference to something? Yeah. What have you nope. done, sir? No. You're hanging curtains naked, and there's a slug trail, and just it happens. A slug trail? What in the shit? Okay, I've never mind. <laughs> you can't just Mario Kart your way into someone's vagina. You gotta make the sound of woo. The thing spins. <laughs> I had the star power, and I just. Din, 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 din. <laughs> I'm gonna blue the shell. power. The power of the blue shell. The blue shell has been released. <laughs> pick your ass up yeah cool. this fucking this thing just went off the fucking rails hard I re- okay i was in i was in second place in mario kart and i saw that blue <laughs> shell pass me and i'm pretty sure it said something first of all it said something anti-semitic but then it said smash and then <laughs> obliterated the first place dude <laughs> <laughs> All you heard was Yoshi going "papa" as he went fucking flying by. I yeah. love Yoshi. Yoshi. I always Yoshi. play as I always play as Link 
on the new Mario, on like what was it Mario Kart Eight or whatever. And my son's always like changing characters. He's like, "Why do you always play Link?" I said, "Because Link is the character. He's the only character that matters." So name no. Um, yeah, I'm um, usually a Toad. That makes I'm sense. always a Yoshi or a princess. That makes sense. All, all of these things make sense. <laughs> Every now and then on Donkey Kong or Bowser. Your Mario Kart alignment tells a lot about you. Oh, listeners out there, what Mario Kart character are you? Take this quirky online test to see which Mario Kart character you are. What your actual (laughs) actual projection says about you. Anyway, (laughs) back on track. Why are you the one trying to keep us on track? I threw it off track, like probably repeatedly. Does this okay. happen when I'm not here, or is it me? No, it happens when you're not here, too. Okay. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like now, playing mini games in Mario Kart <laughs> where you're driving around and you have the balloons on and you can shoot people with turtles. That's our favorite uh, game in our house. Yeah. That's what uh, we play. Okay. Now so, we can continue. Yeah, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Star Fox 64 because to this day I still say do a barrel roll. <laughs> why do they all have metal legs? You know why they all have metal legs? Because they couldn't fit in the cockpit. So they had to amputate all of those fucking animals' legs because they couldn't fit in the cockpit That's of the Star Fox ships. That's fucking demented. That's what I've heard. That's why they all have metal legs. So they can fit. Okay. Next next time you're having some intimate time with your significant other. Instead of saying turn around, say do a barrel roll. <laughs> <laughs> I am so gonna do that, and I'm probably gonna get smacked. Honey, I'm plus the Z and down on the C stick. <laughs> you mean the D stick? <laughs> <laughs> so this movie, yeah, I think yeah. Pinhead was great. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Still think it was disrespectful what they did at the end. Um, I did like, even though I I thought the the concept of like oh, uh, Christian fanaticism is like a very low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. I did like the visuals of it. Um, you know the I am a jealous God, and what was what was the other kill? Help me out here. All the hands in the playground that made the circle alter yeah. with all the oh, eyeballs. that was that uh, was thou shalt so not good. steal, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Injected the hands with what was it? Epoxy, Re- so resin, or epoxy? Resin, yeah. Closed. Yeah, I so the 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 visual of the hands forming that like that like circle around the that icon in the middle. My gosh, that was so cool! I thought, damn, damn, that's that's awesome. You got to hand it to that guy. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Worst hand job ever. I love you. <laughs> See, that's how you do the joke. <laughs> Can I have it back? Uh, so, final thoughts and ratings. <laughs> I don't know. Do, do, does anyone have anything else to add to this one? No. Awesome. Did we talk about the jury? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I liked when they ripped that person's skin off. Oh man, that degloving scene. Well, that was really cool. Um, also, there's that one scene 
where the the other cop is like chained down. Oh no 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 no! This is this, that's that's in the next one. That's in the next one. Never mind. Never mind. Like, never what mind. are you talking about? <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I got I got distracted by the juries. Um. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Grave, you gave us the synopses for this one. What uh, what is your rating? Uh, so this is. <laughs> you, you just went like Adam Sandler. So so. Excuse me. Um, this is this, uh, you know this film. Considering where we left off with the the Hellraiser franchise, uh, this film is definitely a return to form. It was the Cenobites are not like super pronounced in this film, uh, other than the Auditor um, and Pinhead for the most part. But what you get out of them is amazing like i really enjoyed the gore is like the first 10 minutes of this film even if you just watch that for the rocks that you'll definitely get off um it's worth it but overall the story is still captivating for the most part even though it is a, a tried and true fucking tale of you know christianity black bad you know science good type thing oh heaven's trying to keep us in line by by making bad people do things in heaven's name, Bob, Jim Jones, all that kind of stuff. Um, but overall, it's still probably one of the better sequels, in my opinion, um, in the Hellraiser franchise. Now, my score may not reflect that as much as like it did for Inferno or anything along those lines. Because better? better? Dave, shut the fuck up. Um I say this is a 6.5 juries giving my verdict, um, a stand-up trial. Uh, <laughs> All rise. Uh, out of 10. What? Go ahead, Ash. Lee. I was just playing the little drum thing for you. Oh, thank you. Joke. I thought it was a good joke. I'm sorry. It was a good joke. Yeah. Yeah, six point five. Jury's giving me a stand-up verdict, <laughs> and uh, I, I, you know, I say buy this one. I say buy all the Hellraisers because it's one of the best franchises ever made. Even though a lot of them are bad. Are you fucking okay? Next, Dave. I love Hellraiser. Like, what do you mean? Say, I, I, I want to. Like, if everybody always says, "Man, if I could go to like one of those fictional worlds and stuff," I think Hellraiser is one of those worlds where I kind of want to be part of like you choose that over avatar yeah i don't want a big blue chip are, are you serious dave as a joke calm down <sighs> like here's a here's a 16 foot blue chick here's fucking the what you don't ring. like tall girls fuck you no, I, was, I love tall okay. girls i love tall girls i love all girls i i'm i just love women in general but when when gra- when grave awful. said 16 foot blue chick i was like Hmm, maybe I can fucks with Avatar. Death by, <laughs> death by snoo snoo. <laughs> Raul, you'd be right the right height. You just run right in. Oh, hell yeah, baby. <laughs> headlong, headlong at the chicks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we keep him here, folks. That's my only quality there. All right. All right. My assessment. Um, I love the assessor. You were not given permission 
I was my role to give your fucking bio actually bio. initiated before we distracted, right? Then yeah. 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 I did say Dave, yes, gun. but technically Roll usually does that. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Ashley, you go. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. It's fine. Retake. Take two. Go for it, Dave. <laughs> that was so awkward. <laughs> you didn't give me, you said I wasn't initiated and you didn't initiate. You blue balled me here. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the uh, auditor was awesome. I really like that character. Oh, you hear a score? Well, come back. I'll, I'll talk. Anyways, sorry, Greg tracked me. So the auditor was really good. I really like that character. I think it was really neat how it was portrayed. I like kind of his persona on the screen. Again, using the, the blood as the ink to type your, your faults to be judged on was a pretty cool concept. The actual assessor eating the papers of blood-stained confessions with children tears was kind of gross. And I didn't really didn't care for the regurgitation and the judges playing in the puke was kind of yeah, that that was part of the worst part of the movie for me as far as squeamish um overall being the third hellraiser movie i've seen um not seeing the previous six seven um i, I enjoyed it uh let's see i'd probably would say at least a good at least watch it. I think it's good rent. I'm not much one for buying digital media. So, uh, Dave, you got you got to give me your numerical rating first. Well, I knew I'd probably give it a good solid seven. Hands of the playground. Both of you, both of you are bitches, man. Not bitches. Bitches get stitches with Yorkies in them. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Well, because grave. Took my first one with the sexy jury, and then you took the second one with the hands in the playground. Well, you gotta be quicker than that. We we took his uh his metaphors and rating. Both of us did. Yes, (laughs) you took one. I took two. Okay, well, and you said rent, right? I'd say at least at least at least watch it, rent it. I think it's at least worth it. You should definitely watch it. If you if you watch all the other ones, I think this is definitely on the at least watch scale. I I think Patrick Taylor's rendition of Pinhead alone deserves a watch. Maybe don't watch the last thirty seconds. Yes. After the angel, after, the, after the angel gets obliterated, you can kind of cut it right there. Yeah. Ashley, give us your rating and Rex. I hold on, I lost my note. So I overall actually did like the concept of this movie, although I would change a lot of things about it to make it into a different movie. But anyway, uh, I gave it an eight out of ten. Dog sewn into a corpse womb, and I would say buy it. That's fucking Mother metal right there. Motherfucker, the three of you. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. Hold on. Appreciate I need to out of ten <laughs> dogs sewn into a woman's corpse. Womb. Well, oh, sorry, woman's womb. Get it right. A corpse womb. Oh, oh, sewn into a corpse womb. Yeah. With lots of lung capacity. I'd watch that Tim Burton movie. Corpse's Womb. <laughs> uh, Canine Corpse. 
the follow-up to Quartz Bride, they had a baby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Nightmare before necropsy. Oh, by the way, Caroline is really mad and wants to cover Nightmare Before Christmas. So we've got to like make that happen. True story. Well, I just 13 foot Jack Skellington. Well, good for you for being rich. Okay. Yeah. Ouch. Dig. Dickhead. I was going to, I thought you guys would celebrate with me instead of, you know, chastising me, but okay. No, that's actually really cool. It is cool, but I'm jealous and mad. We make zero that flies around in the sky. Like on a chain or something. I could probably make zero out of some um uh what's that shit called? The a sheet. No, like the the, the <laughs> chicken wire. I could probably make you know, I fucking hate you. That's red. Okay, that's the funny thing is that's what I was thinking. I'm like, it's a sheet, dog. What's that white stuff that like flows in the wind? Chicken. Um, I can I can like form chicken wire into the shape of zero and then put a red LED on the front of it. And you know, I can make an actual zero. It's not red, it's orange because if you look closely, his nose is a pumpkin. <laughs> okay, uh, well, I'll make it orange. Jeez. God. What if we just put like an actual zero in the in the sky? Like just a circle. Stop talking. <laughs> That's the bargain bin zero. We have zero at home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Raul. Oh, Man, I've been trying to come up with a fucking little quit because y'all assholes took mine. <laughs> uh, all I can. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Out of nowhere. I'm going to give this 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. 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 It, so Greg was just like, whoa, like I slapped him in the nuts or something. 8.5 out of 10. Uh, No. God damn you. All three of you. Uh, I I guess no quip having ass motherfucker. No, it's five eight point five out of ten. No quip having ass motherfucker. Sure, why not? No <laughs> quip having ass motherfucker. And I, dude, I there's a lot of things that I loved about this movie: the portrayal of Pinhead, the visuals of the kills, and the assessor, the judges, the auditor, the cleaners, dude. Uh, all of it all of it was so damn awesome but i did have to knock off the 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 two biggest grievances that i had were what happens to pinhead at the end which i which is disrespectful just yeah, just disrespectful and the the use of uh, christian zealousy being low-hanging fruit you know like oh of course the christian's a bad guy so like yeah, I'm. I, I honestly, if it weren't for those two things, I would rate it higher because I freaking loved this movie. So just absolutely love this. Movie. I'm I'm gonna play Christian advocate for a minute, which is weird because I'm completely non-believer. But do you think because of the fact that let's be honest, for the most part, uh, the Cenobites and the the hierarchy of hell have been our protagonists even though we have a protagonist in the film in each film we've had in the series the main characters are really pinhead and the cenobites so the antagonist has to be the opposite of that right so the way the story is written you kind of have to have the opposite of that the opposite of that isn't earth the opposite is hell or is heaven 
of hell. So really the trope itself, yes, it is low hanging fruit, but it fits the narrative because the, our protagonist is really pinhead. We root for pinhead the entire time. I don't care who watches these movies. Once you've seen the first one, you automatically root for pinhead every time. So they become, it's just like when, when Raul, when you and I watch Friday the 13th, we are not watching it for the campers. We're not. I mean, we're watching it for the boobs, but we're watching it for them to die. So we're rooting mm-hmm. for Jason. So he's our protagonist in our scenario. And in this scenario, hell is our protagonist. So the antithesis of hell is heaven. So our antagonist in this film has to be an angel. The dead silence frightens me. <laughs> Anyways, Virgo, well, I thought of a one you could have said. You could have said it was eight and a half Ludovicto Street. Or you could just shut the fuck up. Ludovicto, how you say that address? No one cares. I think throughout the series, we have said the the Cenobites are neither antagonist or protagonists. So. Well, Victor's way smarter than I, and he's the one that said that, to be fair. Well, I love that. That's true. I so, love Victor, uh, and I love what he said. I that okay. I, I I'll give credit to both Ashley and Greg because Ashley brings up a good point too. Uh, Greg, you almost had me convinced. You really almost did, I, and I knew something was kind of off about that, and I didn't. I couldn't quite tell what it was until Ashley chimed in with Victor's wise words of wisdom, wherein I don't really feel like Pinhead is the true protagonist. Yes, he's the one we follow. But I mean, in and in, in not every movie, I wish for him to succeed. You know, I'm not rooting for Pinhead the same way I am rooting for like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees, you know? Well, that's you though. That's you. He's pointing at his hat that has Captain Spaulding on it. Um that doesn't a, make him a protagonist, Greg. Yeah, that, that doesn't make Just him a protagonist. Because you like them. <laughs> it makes him the best character ever written. Well, okay, I'm not I'm not arguing that, but that doesn't make them a protagonist. So what, it, what I feel like a fucked up human being. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So I, I don't feel like the antithesis to them was really needed. I mean, we've had great pinhead movies without the without the use of like heaven or any sort of divine intervention in fact i love the fact the the fact that divine intervention was here and kind of wins is really messed up like like heaven wins that's that's kind of messed up but in my opinion i was just like what is this some kind of like some (laughs) you know those movies like god's not dead or whatever (laughs) Yeah, they're like kind of messed up, and like I don't know. Like when I was growing up, it was the Left Behind series, and like mm-hmm. you were in church, and they like made you watch those, and they're kind of scary and fucked up. But heaven always wins. Like this is what that felt like. It felt like a weird, like a weird PSA from the church. Like, hey, we're still going to really. Yeah, it, you're actually you're right. It really did, and I maybe that's what I really did not like about that because I can't quite tell if this was a nihilistic ending or not. I don't you know. I just thought of a way that this movie could have been scarier. Kirk Cameron me. is the angel. 
and he comes <laughs> out and says, "Let him go." <laughs> Kurt Cameron is yeah. the angel. Yeah, Ashley Kurt. is literally choking. <laughs> she is Ashley. Are you okay? My gosh, you. I may have killed Ashley. Pu- puke in the vase, assessor. My oh, gosh, I, I killed Ashley. Ashley, are you okay? Kurt Cameron. Why Kurt Cameron? What? (laughs) Caroline, save that vial. (laughs) You can't say Kurt Cameron around me when I'm drinking stuff. It automatically makes her gag. I am not. (laughs) I was drinking fruit punch. If my carpet is stained, Greg, I swear to God. Stain of the blood of fruit. <laughs> just oh, it's on my list of reasons why I'm a top mortal enemy. I hate Greg and his butt. Stain Literally choked when you said that on fruit punch. It was a good joke. I was like the blood of Christ. Take of this and drink. That's what I think. No, it was grape juice. Is what they gave us back in the day. Yeah, I remember. I, so I this is. My church would give you grape juice and like this little weird oyster cracker thingy. And then I would do midnight mass for Catholic churches because I was a singer and they did like Latin and I sang in Latin a lot and whatever. I just did them for them. And like, they're like, I just want you to know, like, you cannot take communion here. And they were, they had like actual wine. Yeah. And I was like, my church just does grape juice. This is fucking stupid. They're giving out real wine. I I started drinking wine when I was like uh, 12 ish because of that. You were Catholic? No, we we were weird. Like we were were Italian, but we ended up being Nazarene, but we still kind of led towards the Catholic vibe at home. So like, it was nothing to have wine with dinner, you know, for having masacholi or, you know, you know, fettuccine, we'd have some some red wine with it. That's not Catholic, that's Italian. <laughs> yeah, that sounds just oh. like Italian. <clears throat> like Olive Garden. Well, I'm a fucking Guido. What do you want me to say? We're we're like, in Olive Garden. My my last name is Bazelli. Give me a give me a fucking bone here. My ma, she she'd cook pasta and bring out the wine, and then my brother would get the cheese grater. We'd stare at each other to tell me to stop. No, my brother was never around. You know that. When you're 12. Okay, <laughs> I I you know what? I don't care. I'm still using the quip. Topless judges participating in vomit play. Um, <laughs> you're not allowed because I had juries giving me a stand up verdict. It's my podcast. You don't get to fucking tell me what I'm not allowed to do. <laughs> I'm still choking. You it went up my nose on. into my sinuses. Kurt oh, Cameron is not something you joke about around here. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> that fucking light comes on and Kurt Cameron comes walking out? That'd be oh my god, that'd be so great. Who the fuck like, not <laughs> the fuck did you just say? I can't deal with you, Dave. I love Dave so much. <laughs> Where the fuck did we get ice cream? <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave. What? Please synopsisize the next movie before I strangle you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is hopefully not three miles long. 
This is from IMDb as the other one. A take on Clive Barker's 1987 horror classic where a young woman is struggling to uh, struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box. Unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites, a group of sadistic supernatural beings from another dimension. Don't take a shower. <clears throat> good. Too short. I wasn't listening. I was reading. No, that was good. That was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. It. Was perfect though. Okay. As Greg's Italian people would say. Hey, it's a perfecto reggaeton ravioli. I'm wow. so sorry if that was offensive. Wow. I love you guys so much for you know appropriating me to your culture. That's great. What okay. I I what is my culture? I don't know, but actually I do know. I'm like 100 percent English European. <laughs> Our <It's> almost <laughs> Arkansas. Our- Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all gonna come on now. We're gonna have us a party. Did you come say a party? A party. You gotta, oh, you gotta, okay. You gotta it's like four A's party. <laughs> Say bad. So, bad? Bad? I didn't say it like that. There's like seven A's in bad. Bad? I said bad. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I, I think my Appalachian accent is worse than her southern accent. It really is, actually. It, it, it is. <laughs> and then, Although go ahead. I was I was I was editing the last episode, and at one point, at one point, Ashley says, hi. Like like Damn super it. southern. Never and, um, it's so funny. <laughs> I think we just need to keep Ashley and Dave together just so they could talk in Appalachian <laughs> Arkansasian. Well, when I was in I was in school, we had Arkansasian. We was talking about uh, hydraulics and what stuff, but uh, one of the girls she she wouldn't say pipe; it was pop. pop. That's how you say it. What's wrong with that? It's called I a pop. Think- Pop. Okay. Do you wash your clothes too? That's you know who George Washington is. I do not say the R in wash. Wash. They're good because there is no R in wash. But my grandparents did. The only you know man get the wash out of me. You know it's funny in Utah. A lot of people don't say mountain. They say mountain. Mountain. Like yeah. there's no T mountain. in their pronunciation. Well, nothing they, yeah. is a G here. By That's the way. not how you say it. I thought it was mountain. No, it's mountain. There's a T in it. But the, the the weird thing is they say across, like across the street. And I'm <laughs> like, well, damn. Like yeah, I was like, you got to find a place for that T somewhere, I guess. I don't know. Will you spell across for me, please? <laughs> it's <laughs> probably sweet, too. Across. Okay, that's not even. How about Walmarts? Why? Are there multiple? You do have the, the S on things here. It's like Kroger's, Walmarts. Yeah, there's only one of them. But it's if, if you were go hunting, would you say hunt hunting or hunting or <clears throat> say hunting? I, go, um, I say if I say killing. <laughs> killing. If it's the way I've trained myself to say it, it's hunting. If it's the way I would say it, if I'm slipping up, it's hunting. Hunting. Yeah, not, nothing here. An I and G actually has a G. It's hunting. It's hunting. Walking. You know what I call? Okay, hunting. so Ashley Ashley Fishing. took out the T and the G. Hunting. That's like saying 50 fitty. What about tree fitty? Okay, all right. Okay, we gotta we gotta yeah, get to this episode. Monster? This episode has a protagonist that, in my opinion, 
is infuriating. She was so damn annoying to me. I fucking hate her. Yeah. I'm like, there's how am I supposed to feel anything for this dumb bitch? Exactly. Real. I felt the same exact way. We are all on the same page. Well, maybe not Dave because he's stupid, but we are all (laughs) on the same page. Okay. Why? Okay. Let's let's go around real quick and say why we didn't like her. I'll I'll start real quick. I did not like her mainly because she was like her voice was infuriating. She had no logic in her thinking whatsoever. Um, She made absolutely the worst choices, and. she wasn't a 12 step program. Stop mm-hmm. talking. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She made the worst choices. We'll put it on the fridge, Dave. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she was insufferable because she, it was, she was one of those characters that feels it, it, it was, it was, she was just whiny and complainy and she either had two volumes and that was whisper talking or yelling at the top of her lungs. And both of them were annoying as hell. What do you guys think? I don't like her personally because she's the embodiment of the female who wants to depend on everyone else to take care of her. And she doesn't want to take care of herself or pull herself up by her quote-unquote bootstraps. She just feels entitled to be in her brother's house. She feels entitled to anything that she wants, and I just couldn't fucking stand it. Like, you're not being strong. You're making terrible decisions that you know are terrible decisions. And I understand addiction, but come the fuck on. Hey, gosh. I really lost my respect. She really didn't give two shits her brother was going no, it wasn't that emotionally distraught. By and it. if she and if it was supposed to be portrayed that way, it did not come out that way. Oh, no, absolutely happening. not. I was fucking high. I don't know what happened to him. He just like her. Yeah, her 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 brother's boyfriend was more distraught. Yeah. Yeah, I. <laughs> so this is the second time I watched this. and I, I was hoping that the second time I watched it would be would give me more insight into the character or something that I would feel better about it and all that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, it did not. It, uh, it just reinforced my, my thought process of she is worthless. And I don't know if she was written that way to be so codependent and so outright fucking rude mm-hmm. to people that were trying to help her when she's, like she's begging for help at one point and people are trying to help her. And then she's like, I don't want your help. It's like, yeah, wait a minute. You were like fucking begging for help like two seconds ago. And now you're going to do it on your own. Like, so that mm-hmm. makes zero sense. Like, so I don't know if it was the way she was written. Uh, I wanted to make a joke about her puppy nipples, but I won't do do that. Um, but wait, we was, saw her nipples. I don't remember her nipples. You, you see them through her shirt. And they're definitely like the 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 big puffy nipples, and it freaked me out a little bit. But that's that's a story for a different day. Oh well, I you know what I didn't even enjoy. I couldn't even tell if this girl was like attractive, and they kind of like made her you know the the whole like drug addict disheveled look for the movie. So I, I looked her up, and I'm and like in, in in on a picture like a premiere picture where she's like you know, wearing a very nice dress and has her makeup done and her hair done and everything. I thought, 
I still can't really tell if I'm attracted to this to this character to this woman. So I don't know. Like I get wanting to have an underdog as the protagonist. Okay, I get that storyline. I I get the whole this person has been through like, she's in the 12 step program. She's she's an addict. She she has that battle in the street with dropping with dumping out the pills and then going back and taking them and all that kind of stuff. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But what I don't get is as a viewer, I don't struggle with addiction in that way. Okay. Yes, I do drink and I do make TikTok videos about me drinking and all that kind of stuff, but I don't have a problem with it. I know when to stop. The problem is, is it's hard to identify with a protagonist that is that um, difficult to see where they're coming from. And that's what a protagonist is for. Our, our The way we're viewing the movie is through their eyes. As we're supposed to relate to them. We're supposed to have um, some kind of feeling for them. I didn't care if this bitch lived or died. Damn. I actually, I wanted the, the gay boyfriend to live. Yeah. Out of everybody, because he was the only one fucking trying. No, and she. <laughs> so, like, I did grow up with an alcoholic mother who abused pills and depended on men to take care of her and balance from man to man to man and never cared much about really taking care of me and was like terrible to me. So, watching this bitch do the same things and just act like everyone owes her fucking something because she's quote unquote trying. I just am tired of that. Like that narrative living through it. I'm like, it's not fair to other people that we should always have to, to deal with this person whose addiction is taking over their life. And then in the the film, her brother gets sent to fucking hell over it, and she gets to live. Yeah, that's some that's some shit right there. She is the absolute opposite of what I like to see in a strong female protagonist. And like, I, I think we can all get you know uh, understand the whole where she starts. Where she starts, I don't have a problem. Her addiction, you know, you if if you want to build up a character, it's easy and it's. It's 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 a good idea to have them portrayed at their lowest point. If you want to build them up, if you want to give them a character arc where they become triumphant, they become strong, they 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 are empowered and whatnot. The problem is she never elevates herself and the story never elevates her in a way that you feel like she is empowered or she's learned anything or she's had any sort of character growth or development. She is just always obnoxious, entitled, and worthless as a protagonist. And that's why the, I cannot stand her. You hit the nail on the head with the the whole, like, she has no growth and no ownership of it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to see a good protagonist that is written as an addict, Go watch The Haunting of Hill House and watch Luke's yes. story in The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yeah. Uh, that so is someone that had, you know, that's written correctly when it comes to addiction and fighting that battle and coming over it and to become something out of a protagonist that we can identify with. And Luke's story in that, like, I know, um, I think it was Trey said he didn't identify with Luke's story uh, out of that. Maybe, maybe, maybe I have a little bit off. Maybe that was one of the ones he did like. But the thing is, is like, I totally identified with his story. And I, I loved his progression throughout the episodes because 
-hmm. you saw him struggling and fighting to help his family by owning up to the fact that he was an addict. This chick does not do any of that. And like Ashley says, she says, I think she says two or three times in the movie, the quote, I am trying, but are you? Because it doesn't feel like you are. No. Well, the character development's hard to me because you literally start out the first 30 seconds just like randomly fucking in the bed. That's kind of hard to really develop any. Where do you go from here? Yeah. Oh, you heard us fucking. Ha ha ha. My brother and his gay boyfriend heard me fucking. That's kind of awkward. Ha ha ha. After that, you usually go to the shower. Huh? After the fucking, you usually go to the shower. Yeah. But then then the brother was like, that's kind of weird. We're picking up chicks with the 12-step program. And that really didn't make a whole lot of impact to me until the end. And I was like, oh, oh it makes sense now. Why? Why? That's where. Oh, because of the turn. Yeah. With, with, yeah that's with why. The boyfriend. So, um, yeah, she just really just. You saw her take the pills and she had her moment. And the, the What really sucks is the brother died trying to help her. And she made the blade pop out. He just he just cut himself. That was that, that was the. The only thing he lost basically his life and put your move from the story. And he didn't even touch the puzzle box. Well, he, he does. Well, he, he cuts himself on it, but he wasn't playing with it. Well, and he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, subdued by, by the, you know, whatever. So that's one of the changes that's made in this film to the other ones. How did you guys feel about that? Like Raul, how did you feel about the fact that it didn't matter who opened the puzzle box? It's a matter of whose blood is in the puzzle box. I actually really like that. Uh, I thought it was um, kind of a, 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 a homage to uh, number three when Pinhead's in that obelisk. And it didn't matter because no one that was sacrificed to the obelisk um, opened the puzzle box. But, you know, their blood was used to strengthen Pinhead and the Cenobites and ultimately to bring hell closer to Earth. Or in this case, um, to... Uh, further the configuration of the uh, of the puzzle box, and get w- get the owner of the puzzle box one step closer to having their meeting with God or uh, Leviathan, as you know, as it, as it were. I actually really like that. I don't know. To me, actions have consequences. And it's bullshit. You can go through the action and then basically pawn somebody off and taking the consequence. Well, and but- you're. That would be more closely resembled to like the first movie and how opening the puzzle box or actually all of the, the, you know, the previous ones to this movie, opening the puzzle box itself puts you in harm's way of the Cenobites. But, but Ashley, what what did you think about that storyline? Sorry, Raul, go ahead. No, 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 no. You uh, go ahead, Ashley. You're going to have to to go back over that because I had to answer a text message <laughs> from Caroline's Nana. Sorry. Uh, how did you feel about the the blade and the blood? Oh, the blood. Uh, I didn't dislike it, but I also was like, this all could have been taken care of if who opened the box got taken. Uh, and she could have just went and we could have been done with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's true. I mean, I would not have like cried if this main girl was taken immediately and maybe the role of protagonist had fallen to someone else, literally anyone else in the movie. 
We're so fucking mean to her. I don't even know what her name is. I just hate her. I hate her character. And I don't want to be like this person who's like this new generation, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I don't like the way she dressed. I don't like the way she acted. I don't like the way she reacted or acted with her sleazy ass boyfriend. I don't like the way she reminded me of my mom in almost every single fucking way. I just hate everything about her. Yes. I, what was that? What was that Dave? Wasn't that, isn't that a three days grace song? I hate everything about you. I hate everything. Yeah. Well, what I find funny though, is like you guys early on in room was like, man, I just, I looked at her red carpet and just, I just wasn't feeling it. And that just not my thing. And like the last movie was like, Oh, dude, tits. That's so fucking hot. And just like, eh. <laughs> I don't know about Ashley, maybe from your perspective, but uh, the the flop there was kind of hilarious. Look, Dave, um, I don't need you pointing out my flaws as a human being here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, the girl's not very attractive. It's not like Woo, vindication. I didn't know if that was. That's fine. I just think it's funny. I thought like, maybe it was the point of it. The, the critique there was there about her and her looks, but like class was like, yeah, tits. <laughs> all, all was well. Well, we weren't talking about the protagonist either, though. We were talking about the jury, who's you know secondary characters that actually they're probably tertiary characters, probably weren't even secondary characters when you think about it, because the auditor and the assessor were the secondary characters. So they, they are credited characters. as jury one, jury two, jury three. Right. Like, so they're not people we need to character. care about. This is someone we need. This is someone we need to uh, align with and relate to. And I do not. And we're and Raul and I are not saying that their looks are something that has to be there in order for us to relate to them. That's don't, no, don't get no. wrong. But boobs do help. Boobs, blood, and beasts are kind of the three B's of you know horror. Damn right. Hmm. Now, I will tell you one thing that I absolutely loved about um, uh, about the movie, and that is literally almost everything else. Um, the The fact that there are uh, different stages to the lament configuration, um, the fact that you can sacrifice someone else in yours, because one thing that the Cinnabites, Cinnamon Bites kept saying was if not you, then someone else, you know, yeah. uh, loved, loved that because someone who would seek out the pleasures of the puzzle box and an audience with God and uh, potentially damn their soul is not going to hesitate to sacrifice someone to get what they want. And in order to, for them to not feel, to not have to deal with any repercussions for their actions. So I think that was right online, you know, if not, if not you, then someone else. I love that. Also the, the, the dialogue that the priestess, the, the pinhead um, was, uh, was given, I thought was so reminiscent of a uh, classic pinhead with Doug Bradley. I loved it. She was, she was very articulate. She was very poetic freaking loved it i mean she was she was she was a thirst trap for me i'm not gonna lie i was uh i was feeling it but um i i loved that character i loved the way the other cinnamon cinnamon bites looked um i loved how the world changed around them like the environment and and 
everything started uh, changing and shifting like pieces in the puzzle box uh, whenever the cinnamon bites would come and claim whoever was being sacrificed to the lament configuration absolutely loved that the body horror was fantastic the kills top notch freaking loved everything else except for the main character i agree 100%. i do too because i was thinking that watching it for a second time the first time i was like very put off by the main character and i was very put off by how dark the film was because i couldn't get a good look at a lot of things and um so to me like the cinnabites that's right i almost said cinnamon bites like you do (laughs) um their suits just look like latex and not like it didn't look like flesh to me and like oozing blood and body fluids like it would if you were tearing your flesh apart and making it into decorative uh skin suits uh so I I didn't like that part about it, but I did this time enjoy it more than the first time. Like I liked the kills. I liked the Cenobites that were in this one. I wish their suits were a little different, but and I liked the priestess. Ashley, I'm so glad to hear you say that because I thought I was gonna have to battle you on this one. But I'm 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 really glad that you uh you liked it and you're not, you know. Uh, uh, well, I, I guess that your opinion on it went up, uh, in general. Uh, Gray, Grave, Dave, what do you guys think? Go ahead, Dave. I, I liked a lot of it. The uh, the priestess, the different kind of seeing the different augments of their skin, and that was all really neat to me. Um, one thing that I don't think we've talked about, what would going back to the whole sacrificing the uh. But the stabbing of the box. What do you think when Chompers, the actual priestess, got stabbed and sacrificed instead of one of the people? He was a Cenobite. He wasn't a priest. Well, the, whatever. The, 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 the high priestess is, you know, Pinhead. Okay. Well, one of his disciples there. Is, is it Chompers or Biter? Whatever it is, the guy with the big teeth. <laughs> Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Okay. Chatterbox. He got stabbed at the box. He's just like, oh, he just like walked back and took it. Because he knew what was happening. He knew he was chosen to be to be the you know the the next sacrifice so he he's well aware of it he's already a cenobite he knows what comes with with that with that um you know reaction or or that for every action there's a that action there you go yeah there every action reaction i was yeah. hoping at the end when the uh, rich guy gets his uh the, the leviathan it gets him the power yeah but he starts having the skin ripped i was hoping they was doing his face i was hoping he'd become the new chatterbox he kind of does in a way because his face is ripped off. But to touch on the what what Ashley said about how she she felt that the the skin suits seem more like late. I really enjoyed the Cenobites in this film. Um, from the you know the what it was the asphyxer the the asphyxer and the and all the external pieces. Yeah, I mean, I just well, I mean, not necessarily voids, um, voids external pieces and stuff in the way that I did like the way that he kept, he was kept in constant torment because that kind of leads to that. The, the, the draw or the uh, callback to the original with pleasure and pain being so close together, the, 
but the way the Cinemites looked is they don't have that leather look because you know the originals they're they're all in leather right with some some yeah. exposed flesh. This is like their flesh has become their suits. Yeah, that's what I really mm-hmm. enjoyed about it. Like I loved the way that the the flesh itself has become their suits, and yeah, it's not as gory or as ooey gooey, you know, moist, scrumptious, sweaty, but it Mother is. Fucker. Well, their alterations are exposed top to bottom. But it should be, though. That's the thing. You should be excreting body fluids. But why Why are... Is it just our D that says you have to follow this format and say that it has No. I, you're questioning someone working in science. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm just... <laughs> I, I, um, I understand what you're saying. Like, usually, if you anatomically, flesh, yes. there should be fluids. Yes, you are correct. If you tear flesh, there is blood. I but that. also, I mean, we're not, we're not, th- these are creatures created through the powers of hell. I mean, anatomically, if they, they rip that much flesh off, they should die. Like, right. if they want to look like cheap masks from Spirit Halloween, there's, to me, there was nothing like the the actual costumes. And I saw behind the scene footage of this stuff where you actually because that's one beef I do have is they don't show the Cenobites in a bright light enough to yeah, see they don't. outfits. Yeah, and they do I a lot they of quick. Would. They're very pale. Well, I, they do a lot of quick cuts as well. So like you get a scene, you'll get a shot of the Cenobite and then all of a sudden it's a cut. <laughs> it's like, damn it, just show me. You did all this fucking work to make that outfit. Show me it, please. All right, so, so Greg, are the that that behind the scenes one? Are you talking specifically about? Because I, I I watched a little bit. There's a scene where they're like showing the the actress and what she went through to put on the priest makeup, and yeah. they also did uh, Chatterbox, right? Uh, the one I saw was the dude that had like the halo around him, the halo of skin. Oh, okay. Because yeah. so, so that's I- one of the that's one of the few that does have CGI attached to it. Mm-hmm. Because they do the halo of skin and then they have to, they greened out the back of his head. But yeah, the one that got stuck in the cage and ripped his like skin face off was pretty awesome. Thank you for your input, Dave. Is it the ones that the one that the you're talking about? <laughs> no, that's not so. The, so, Dave, you're talking about the one that had like, uh, that had like the, that big veil of skin. Around its face, and then when it like it, it walked really slowly because it was blind, yeah. And then when it dropped the veil, it would like sprinted like Hussein Bolt, yeah, 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 yeah. I okay, Dave, you're right. I actually really, really like the way that one looked. He got so uh, off. <laughs> what, what, what the skin got cut off the head. Oh my gosh, Dave, every time I try to defend you, <laughs> he does it like it is, it's like fighting an uphill battle. Because like you, you, he does so good, and then it's like Atlas rolling the stone back over top of Atlas. Like there's just no reason for why you do the things you do. I really want to. I I I really want to say, because it's it's dark and it's a little weird. Um, I do like the fact that it's not the same kind of Cenobites. Like these guys don't have like dirty grungy hooks running through them they're very clean and surgical and a lot of them even have like pearls for like the little push cap thing right yeah like i thought that's beautiful that's such a 
a beautiful touch to make these characters truly unique for this like remake. I absolutely love that. Um, but because it was so dark, it was kind of hard to tell that their skin, it was their skin that was their suit. And that's yeah. not really revealed until the end when you see the rich dude become a Cinnabite. This is the skin and, of a killer, Bella. Oh my gosh, son of a bitch, Ashley. <laughs> I honestly thought I when I first saw this, I was like, is their skin sparkling like the goddamn vampires from twilight no no that was a lens flare effect and there is nothing wrong with twilight i am a 40 year old man please go fuck off forever greg i absolutely love horror and heavy metal and i am into some of the grossest nastiest american guinea pig terra firma fucking necromantic shit but i'll watch me some twilight and i love it have a good day with that Congrats. I I love you so much, Greg. You never eat. Your skin's ice cold. Your eyes change color. Say it. Say it. Say it. Out loud. See, for someone that hates it so much, she sure knows all the fucking words. I will say one thing. You guys really feel kind of let down when the cage gets opened and the rich girl's like, you can't get me in here. I built a prison. Ha, ha, ha. And then all of a sudden, like the chick opens the gate, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" And then the the priest comes in. Like I was waiting. He's like, "You," he said, "Your chains can't get me." As soon as that gate opened, I was waiting for a chain to go whap and hit it and, and just fucking right in the face. But it, <laughs> it never happened, and I was very disappointed. I uh, I did like the fact that like that that contraption that was like pulling his uh, his nerves. nerves all the way around, like through his body. I love how that like came out and like fell to pieces and the 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 effects of his body kind of melding back together healing itself some of it was done in cgi but some of it you can tell was done um by filming something falling apart and then reversing that footage and i thought that was so good like that practical the usage of practical effect was awesome loved it and then that changes rips right through the same hole that just got healed up. And I'm like, Oh man, that's so damn funny. I thought that was great. Yeah. I, I, I love that scene. And I, I thought, um, I can't remember his name. The, the guy that played Voight, I thought he played it like a, a real genuine creeper. Like I thought he was a lot of fun. Like he, he seemed like the kind of rich guy that would be out to, yeah, the whole idea about it, the whole idea, he had he had done everything. He had had all these parties and all this fucking the the pleasures of the flesh. And where do you go from here? Like the next step. Like where do you go that next step? These are like these uh, people that jump out of planes and you know dive off of cliffs and shit. Adrenaline junkie. Yeah, you know what I mean for the most part. But he was like a, cliff jumping. Yeah, I literally just said the guys that jump off of cliffs. Like what? What well, part of that I did you fucking plane, understand? I said, plane, sorry. I said planes and then cliffs. Keep up. Anyway, so the oh, <laughs> I'm so mean. It's so much fun. Um, but the whole idea of him going to the next step, and this is the next step. You know, the whole pleasure of the flesh, and uh, I I loved it, Raul. So you're absolutely right, and the symmetry and how ironic it is that the chain goes right through the healed heart like yeah perfect writing like i i fuck there's so many good things about this 
and we shit on it for the first 20 minutes we talked about it but the, there's so many good things about it i did not i did not shit on the movie i shat all over the protagonist right she's literally the, the only thing i don't like about it unfortunately she's the main part of the movie you know what i mean and that's what it's just so hard i like, can forget she's there yeah well i once you get to the uh the house it's easy to forget she's there because then we mm-hmm. actually like we get the, the scene with nora and we get the the scene with um i can't I always forget the gay boyfriend's name and i feel bad like ben or something Nora like boxer back is pretty cool the box store back, back right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. So and and that's Void just being a dick, right? So you know, I just there's there's a lot of fun things that happen in this film, but and it's, it's it's worth it. I really enjoyed the plot twist because I did not see that coming, where the the boyfriend was actually working for Void. He 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 went to the twelve step program to find somebody who was down on their luck not a really, codependent yeah somebody that was not really productive that he could easily pers- you know basically persuade to get in and he he helped her break in and led her to it put it in her hands is what she said so when you watch it the second time dave everything is so evident in the way that he plays that role he actually does a really good job playing that role because when you watch it the second time it's so evident and the way he won't touch it and the way that he's always trying to, he says he's going to take it, but he doesn't like, he's not trying real hard to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he takes it. He runs away, runs down the hallway, but then he's like, here, take it back. Blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all these little things that he does, like, I don't want to touch it because he knows if he touches it, it's possible that it's going to, you know, stab him. And then he's going to be one of the ones. So it's so cool the way when you watch it back a second time, it does actually, this is one of the few movies where I'll say a second watch is actually beneficial to your score. Oh, 100%. 100%. I just wonder, do you ever go to a butcher shop and watch the guy, you know, cutting your meat and he has the chainmail glove on so he doesn't cut his hand? If you had the chainmail gloves on, would would you still go to hell? Because it wouldn't cut you, would it? No, because did you watch the movie? The whole idea is that she cuts other people like throughout the movie. She was the only one that it didn't accidentally stab her like three times. That she um, she avoided the the blade coming out. Everybody else was right. Yeah, with her the only out. reason why she even gets cut is because the you know pinhead the priestess makes it cut her. But she was never taken. Which like I don't know why they they bend the rules for her that we could take you at any time. Yeah. We want to see this fulfilled. Well, they wanted to see the you know the the full configuration, all six configurations. But they only had one left to do. But they already had her. They could have just sacrificed her. They already had it. So well, then there. Would I, I, I would have been okay with them taking her. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was two a.m. The, the, bar- the point is the point, and the cherry on top is at the very end when we see uh, uh, Voight becoming a Cenobite, we get a shot of some dick. <laughs> I thought I thought of you. When I saw <laughs> Is it weird when I see penis on screen? I automatically think of you now. I think it'd be weirder if you didn't think of me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I actually thought I was like, well, here's our dong for the episode. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I was I was trying to I was looking for the dong when like his skin got peeled back. And I'm like, oh, he's straight wearing that penis skin as a belt buckle. That was pretty cool. There was was it which movie was it? There was one where there's like a, I think it's the 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 reimagining where 
it looks like there's a pyramid like on the dude's dick and he's got like this weird like pyramid head from silent hill but it's his dick and it's yeah so you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to send me a link to that video for science purposes yeah i'll have to screenshot it for you yeah 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 yeah. uh well i'm pretty done talking about this movie I'm, i'm i'm ready to get into final thoughts ratings and recommendations if you guys are sure All right. Uh, Dave, since you gave us the synopses, go ahead and give us the rating. Uh, I give it probably seven and a half configurations of Lament. Lament configurations? Lament, yes. Seven and a half Lament configurations. Uh, I'd say it's definitely worth watching. Um, One thing I did struggle with is only available on Hulu, um, so you really can't buy it nor whatever. You have to, to watch it digitally. Um, but I definitely think it's worth watching. It's I think it's better than one or two of the other that I've seen. Obviously, I've not seen the original six, so that probably would help my opinion a little better. But uh, I enjoyed it. I think it's it was better than Judgment. Uh, judgment was kind of had hits and miss, but it was good. I liked it. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Greg, what do you got? Uh, this this is a great reimagining. If if you can tolerate the protagonist, uh, if, if you can get past that part, this is this is one of the better reimaginings that I've seen. It's not quite, uh, you know, Texas Chainsaw 2003, but it's, uh, you know, it's it's good. So I, I definitely think it's uh, worth a watch. And it's something that horror fans, especially horror fans of the series of Hellraiser that are open minded. I do think you have to be an open-minded horror fan of, of Hellraiser because if CND is too strong, you're not going to be as high on this film as, as we are, I think. Um, so I, I, I give it an, an eight stabs to the back with the, with the uh, stabs to the back with the lament configuration out of 10. And if it was available to buy, I would purchase it. But as Dave said, this is only available on Hulu. So, and uh, the only movie i've seen recently that's been offered as a purchase from hulu is prey so hopefully they'll they'll come off of their their big bucks and give us a physical copy of this so i can purchase yeah it. and i am definitely going to purchase prey oh absolutely the steel book looks amazing mm-hmm. absolutely okay uh and ashley what do you got oh this is so hard that's what she said. Mm. <laughs> I'll give you four to six inches, uh, depending on the tape measure. <laughs> I'm so sorry for your wife. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give this a 7.5 out of 10, passing out on a merry-go-round and call it at least a stream, since that's all you can do. But Ooh, I don't know if I could watch this again. Hey, well, uh, just just out of curiosity, what what would keep you from watching it again? The girl. Oh yeah, okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the character Riley is is bad. It's a bad character. And it's not really her looks because she looks similar to the girl who plays in the Nosferatu series. Have y'all watched that? I have uh, not. I keep meaning the one with to. Spock, right? 
Yeah. Zachary Quinto. I couldn't think of his fucking name. Isn't he also in uh, Heroes? Yes. He's a badass in Heroes. He's fucking. Yeah, he is. Mm -hmm. The first season of Heroes is fucking Chef's Kiss. Amazing. Oh, so good. Anyway, I'm going to get. I can't believe I'm like continuously the highest one because I'm going to give this a 9.5 out of 10 uh, priestesses that can get this duck. And I'm going to say stream it. And uh, if it ever becomes available, I'm going to say buy. I mean, stream it, obviously. If it ever becomes available for physical purchase, absolutely buy it immediately. Because I guarantee you, if it ever does, it's going to be a limited run. And once they're gone, good luck finding another one. So if it ever becomes available, I am buying it immediately. I I do agree with that sentiment, Raul. I, I I would purchase this if it was available today. I would already pre-order that sentiment. Oh yeah, that cinnabite. Why this why? priestess had Can me I thirsty the way the the way uh, OG Pinhead made Ashley thirsty. I can see that. Wait, so did this Pinhead make you thirsty as well? Inquiring minds want to know, including no, mostly mine. She made she made me thirsty, baby. Mm-hmm. No. I was dehydrated. <laughs> I have a lot of bisexual friends who are like, "Are you sure you're not bisexual?" And I'm like, "I really am not." I'm forty nine percent gay for Alexander Skarsgård. It's okay. It happens. He's not yeah, even. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> don't want to be. I'm just I'm not. Joking. I don't know. It's nothing against that. I just don't. Yeah, but I'm, I'm attracted to weird things. That's because he's it's it's because he's not super old with the beard. Mm. Right. Ryan Reynolds when he has the stubble. Mm. Yeah, Greg's old. I like the full beard, like in Amityville Horror. Do you now? Oh, oh you don't oh. have hair on your head, so do you, do you like the gray beard? Mm. <laughs> I, was, I don't There's I don't think Greg head. heard that burn. No, I, I heard it, Raul, and <laughs> I'm choosing to not cry into my microphone. I didn't hear what he said. Repeated, Raul. I'm just kidding. You're totally fine. Oh, Ash, Ashley was oh Greg's like, oh, you're into beards, like gray beards, and he starts like brushing his beard. And Ashley's like, Yeah, but you don't have hair on your head though. It's <laughs> mm, painful. You also miss me brushing it. It sounds like Velcro being ripped open. Yeah, I can do that on the mic, Sam. <laughs> oh, gross, 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 gross. Anyway. ASMR. No, absolutely not. People tell me I have an ASMR voice. I'm like, that's weird. You kind of do. Yeah. If When you kind of like do your like your little whisper talk, although you really have to be into Southern ASMR, I guess. <laughs> Well, listeners, that's going to be our episode for today. That And actually, that concludes our coverage for the Hellraiser franchise. Awesome. Greg? You're, you're finally rid of me. Yes, thank Indeed. you for being on. Uh, Grave it's and Dave. Be, I was going to say, Greg's going to be real mad when he finds out in November we're covering Hitchcock. What? Mm. <laughs> wow. Fuck. Mm. I was going to leave that as a surprise. But. Oh, man. But no, thanks for having <laughs> me. If you don't call me back, I totally understand. Dave, let him Absolutely. We'll call uh, you well, 
Well, Greg, uh, Grave and Dave, will you guys throw out your plugs for like the, I don't know how many times you guys are going to be throwing out your plugs, but <laughs> throw, throw them out. Enough about, about plugs either. Earlier. I'll let Greg do it. Yeah, Dave doesn't even know what show he's on, apparently. Uh, so I, our show yeah, is Monsters. Monsters. No, Dave doesn't. Raul, I understand that you don't. That's fine. You know, no one listens to our show anyway, but thank you guys for having us. Uh, I had a ton of fun being on all of the Hellraiser episodes. Uh, it is one of my favorite franchises. Uh, I absolutely adore the Cenobites. I have always have since I was a little kid. And um, I don't know. So I really appreciate you allowing me on, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, and Hellraiser are kind of my two. And then it kind of goes down from there with, you know, Friday the 13th and Halloween and so on and so forth down the line. But yeah, it's uh, it's been great being on. And our, our plugs are uh, the same as they always are. Monsters and the Mosh Pit. Uh, we have a couple Sanguine records coming out with uh, short filmmaker Ryan Chevy and the filmmakers that made the short film Chicks, uh, which will be out really soon, if not already, when this is uh, posted. And uh, you can follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter X, whatever that's called now. And that's about it. Monsters and the Mosh Pit or some form of that. Like I think on Twitter, like we're like Monsters Mosh Pit or like TikTok or Monsters Mosh Pit, whatever. But uh yeah, thoroughly like impressed at the fact that we made it through a full series and franchise together. Um there route do I tease what's coming up for you and I? Or not? Uh, we we Greg, you and I need to get some things ironed out. Okay. Um. So let's not tease anything quite yet. Okay. But you and I do need to talk. Yes, just we the, do. Just a tip. Just a tip. Uh, yeah. But uh, so th- again, thank you so much. I love the two of you guys. Um, I know Dave's the same way. He he loves you guys. Yeah, thank as you. Well, so if you do all ten tremors. Call me. No one's ever going to cover the tremors franchise, Dave. Let's all ten tremors. <laughs> okay i love i love a the statement in and of itself i love you know you know what a statement is is how many wrong turn movies there are because you can say things like wait they made six wrong turns or the amityville movies which are like 30? oh i get what you said see that came late i was like oh he's making a joke yeah yeah, yeah. no that, that was a that was a people's inability to read a map joke yeah, it takes but, me a minute, but I get there. The, the last wrong turn was really good, though. To be fair, I haven't I haven't seen it. Honestly, I like that franchise. But um, both you guys, thank you so much for being on. Um, <laughs> I, I love both of you guys, uh, Greg. I'm so excited to be possibly doing some other stuff with you here soon in the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave, what about um, me? What about you? Why am I not doing stuff in the future? You are. You're uh, always doing stuff. Greg, great. Well, uh, without Ash. being too specific, a lot of it has to do with your occupation. <laughs> Would you say that's correct, Greg? Yes. What the fuck are you all doing? <laughs> so okay. All, all I'll say is blue collar. Blue collar mm-hmm. horror tour. That's all I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what does that have to do with my occupation? Because you're not blue collar. You're white. You're not blue collar. Oh, you're saying it's not to do with my occupation. I thought you guys were about to do mad scientist movies without me, and I was going to get really upset. 
No, 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 no. We would. Are you kidding me? I don't. That would be like the easiest way to get on your hit list. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, exactly. already, I'm already on your hit list and shit list, let alone mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Greg's blood is spilled like the fruit punch on my carpet. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh but Dave, I know we give you a lot of shit, man, but I I freaking love you, brother, and I can't wait to hang out with you again and hopefully talk to you if not on this podcast, then on another one really soon. Oh my gosh. Ashley just pulled Appreciate out a Silent Night Deadly Night hoodie and or not hoodie beanie and I Love that, that is so amazing. Much. It's got the arm through the chimney. Oh, yeah, it's, it does. I, it, I was looking that I was looking for that online the other day and I found one for like $45 and I couldn't justify the purchase. I got it from Fright Rags when they put it out. That is yes. I look terrible in hats, but this is an ADHD moment because I was like, ooh, I saw this on my desk. I'm gonna put it on. Awesome. Um, well, Ashley, real quick, we throw out your plugs for all the listeners. Uh, sure. You can find me on Twitter and then Instagram at Barely Ashley. I've blocked both of my accounts because some of you people don't know how to act. Mm, so if you want to follow me, you have to tell me who you are. You have to say, I listen to your show. And until people act right, they will be continue to be locked. Dave, this must have been yeah. why I was blocked on her Instagram. <laughs> yeah, people She's are literally dicks. not blocked on my Instagram. What are you talking about? That's a joke. Oh. Well, I was like, did I block Greg? I may have. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I want to make a fake Instagram to troll Ashley. Uh well, as far as uh, other plugs go, Ashley, did you say all your plugs? I don't I don't even know. That's really it. Like I really am trying to cut back on my social media because it's making my life miserable. That's funny because I'm trying to get better at social media. But along those lines, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Into Monsters. That's in the number two monsters. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Raul versus Monsters and follow me on Letterboxd at Into underscore Monsters. You can also visit our website that's been updated at headlongintomonsters.godaddysites.com and send us an email with uh, your sites, your sites, your thoughts, insights, and opinions. So we have such insights to show you at headlong into monsters at gmail.com. And uh, that's going to be it for our episode. So Ashley, what are we doing for the next one? I'm not privy to that information. Wait, you're not? No. <laughs> that's right. The next episode. Wait, is that <laughs> already job? coming up? Is that it? Hold on. It's August, right? No, it's our September episodes, which are curated by the Oh, yeah, by Raul. Raul, yeah. Now, let me pull my damn list no, up. We have, no, we have one episode before we get into that. And that is... Uh... Have you procured our guest for the works of Jeffrey Combs, part one? <gasps> no. No, I have not, but I will be sending... <laughs> I will be reaching out here pretty soon. Dave, you've had your turn, damn it. Dave, Greg, Grave, Grave. Grave. <laughs> grave. grave, you've had your turn. Grave and Dave. Nah, I got booted from the show. 
this was a bittersweet end. I'm surprised I made it to be honest with you. So I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do need to reach out, but we are going to be covering some, uh, Jeffrey Combs, uh, works. We're recovering, uh, the house on haunted Hill, the remake, the frighteners and castle freak. I was going to say, if you cover castle freak without me, Oh my God. Do you, do you, do you want to come back? No. Nope. I wasn't invited. I'm not going to invite myself. Technically, no one's been invited yet. Save Greg for trimmers. And we have like a week. We're probably going to have to push our recording schedule back a week. We probably will. Anyway, uh, yeah. we'll we'll figure out the logistics. We, I'm I'm terrible, but I got to go because I got I got to piss so bad. Um, but that's going to be that's going to be it for the next one. Listeners, go ahead and join. Shit, son of a bitch join us for that (laughs) as we dive headlong into monsters goodbye bitches wow bye don't get a duck in that bathroom So, so Dave, how how did you how did you present that to me earlier? <laughs> you said something about like you didn't want to call him a Sherpa, but you wanted to call him a Sherpa. Some of our rules like our Sherpa on the podcast. And I said, I don't get it. Like, why is he a Sherpa? And he said, I said Sherpas carry things for people. He's going to carry us on the podcast. Actually, what he said was he's short and he's brown and he's going to carry us. Wow. Nice. (laughs) Well, fuck you very much, Dave. Like that is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. I said, I'm telling everyone that. (laughs) I got to go dump this water out because I need a place to spit. He's wasting water to spit. Cool. Well, uh, while he's going to go do that, we're just going to jump right into the episode. What is he spitting? Come facts. <laughs> Musical po- poetry. Horns what? up. Oh, sharks of the corn. Elbows up. Back to the mosh pit. Sharks. Sharks of the corn. Sharks of the corn. No, oh, we're hitting Never. the entire bingo card. Dong. Sharks of the corn. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You <laughs> can get it. I'm going to sing in a minute and then it'll all be over. Usable. 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 (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Dave. Hey, real quick. Would a flock of nuns be like a congregation? (laughs) Are you still going back to the nuns thing? (laughs) Can we? uh, Bye. Uh, Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.